Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. And I'm Dimitri Campbell. Today, Dimitri and I are going to be talking about what it was like for her to move to Toronto. Hey, welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everybody, hope you're having a great week and uh, welcome back. Uh, we have another special guest today. <laughs> Actually, she's a permanent guest. Uh, Leslie will be back with us next week, by the way, but uh, today we have our uh, colleague Dimitri here. Hi, Dimitri. Hi. Dimitri is uh, the Janelle Cameron team's everything. Our marketing uh, manager, our client care coordinator, our everything that we need. Uh, and she joined us earlier this year, and so we are happy to uh, have Dimitri join us today to talk a little bit about what it's like moving to Toronto because, um, you know, there are a lot of people out there, right, who yeah. are just moving to the city for the first time. So uh, maybe just give us a little bit about your background, Dimitri. Um, so I am from the Bahamas, and I moved here uh, September of 2019. So just almost two years. Yeah, right before up on COVID. It, right before COVID, <laughs> Great literally. Great timing, yeah. <laughs> I was like, had I known. Yeah. But it's okay. It's all over the world. So right. it wouldn't have made a difference. Oh, that's true. You just would have been warmer if you were stuck <laughs> inside. That's yeah. all. <laughs> but it's okay. I, I like the different seasons yeah. that um, Toronto brings. So I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it must be uh, a huge change you know in all areas of of life moving here uh why did what made you choose toronto um well i visited twice with my family and i just we we just fell in love with the place like everyone was so friendly and nice and so we just took a leap of faith really wow that's great yeah so I thought it would be really interesting to talk a little bit today about what it was like for you you know moving here uh the difficulties that you encountered finding a place to live obviously this is a real estate show but also just in general like finding uh you know work and all those different types of things so um i think the most challenging part was finding housing yeah uh, because uh, we didn't know that you had to have certain documents in order to even a credit right. credit score right. like all these different documents that we didn't realize that you actually need because back in the Bahamas all you need was first last and security deposit deposit and that's, that's it. it right so, so what happened the very first time you went to look at a place and somebody told you oh by the way you need a credit report and you're like what's that um basically we told them straight up that we didn't have like we were newcomers to Canada which uh, which they um, understood. Uh-huh. Um, so basically, they would ask for either a six months rent upfront, which was hefty, hefty, yeah. <laughs> I think insane. Yeah, especially yeah in this city, everything's so expensive. Yeah, um, or you had to have a guarantor that mm. can actually sign with you. For us, we don't have anyone here. Um, so our first apartment building, uh, we just had to present. Of financial papers to support 
uh, the I think it was about three to four months of the rent. Right, right, right. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's pretty good. I Yeah. I've had a lot of uh, clients over the years trying to rent who don't have, even have a ton of money, but yeah. they still won't rent to them if they don't have, you know, specific things like uh, income, for example. Yeah. Even if you can afford... <laughs> And you can show that you can afford to pay the rent for two years. Yeah. If you don't have any current income, they're like, sorry. Yeah, I think that was a challenge with a few other buildings that we tried to get into is that we weren't working at the time because, again, we, just ju- we had just moved. Yeah. We, had, we were just um, setting up. So that was like a challenge that we had um, with probably, we probably saw like maybe 50 oh really 50 apartment buildings wow. before being accepted to one wow and that's that's because you don't know the requirements before right. getting here like we didn't research um before getting here we just assumed that it would be the same yeah so that must have been pretty disheartening <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean um our, our apartment building before was pretty good and they accepted us as we were. Right. Um, so I think if other buildings can have the same approach that they had with newcomers to Canada, I think it would be much easier for everyone yeah. that really wants to move here and like start a life here. It's so scary, I guess, for buildings and landlords. I get it because I'm on the landlord's side. Yeah, no, I get it. So I always think, you know, but for me, because I'm not, obviously I'm not a huge corporation, but you know, a lot of it for me is more about um, just getting a feeling about somebody, right? Yeah. And whether they seem like they're up upfront and honest people, but like I've been screwed before, so um, I get it. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Just because you can I guess you have to take everyone with a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, and people don't always, uh, they pro- they portray themselves to be one thing and then you That's let them right. in your place and then you can't get them out. Yeah. Or they don't pay the rent. So, like, I get it. I yeah. get all the screening. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. T- tough position for both sides, for sure. Yeah. So, of all the, this is what I'm curious about. We've touched <laughs> on this, but I'm sure other people are interested. But of all the places you could live in Toronto. Why say so? You're young in Eglinton. Yeah. Why did you choose here? Did you look at other areas? Uh, when we first got here, we stayed in Etobicoke for a little bit. We realized that we would have needed a car, mm-hmm. so we wanted to be in an area where everything is convenient. Right. The train station is across the road. Um, I think. And also, my little sister is here, right. so she just know that knew that she wanted to go to a really good school, and right. we were researching areas and schools when we first got here. And so she goes to North Toronto Collegiate. Uh, is it uh, North Toronto? Yeah, yeah, North Toronto yeah, Collegiate. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's how that's really how we got into the Young and Eglinton area. Oh, okay. Had yeah. you looked at other neighborhoods like yeah. other than Etobicoke? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, all of those apartments that you were looking at, did you look at places like in all different communities and this just seemed like the best fit? Yeah. Yeah. And plus she just was set on this school. Okay. Yeah. So it because it's actually the eighth top school in Toronto and she wanted to be in the top 10. Right, right, right. So, yeah. When we her. went, when we visited the school, she just loved it. So yeah, that's so important, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because she's just in grade ten, ten, right? <laughs> yeah, that which is yeah, which is key. Yeah, I always find 
that fascinating because mm-hmm. to me there's so many good communities in the city um so many that i would live so many i wouldn't live yeah <laughs> i'm i'm actually still exploring like the different yeah, yeah. areas yeah uh, but so but so far this is i think it's one of the best oh i totally agree yeah it's great yeah and the best part is the podcast studio is it's, is in dimitri's building <laughs> it really is yeah <laughs> so if it wasn't for that we would have probably never found it yeah <laughs> um but yeah no i think that makes sense because you have to really think about um all those components right like mm-hmm school obviously if you're that stage whether or not you have a car whether or not you are the kind of person that needs all your amenities at your fingertips yeah um you know there's lots of great communities that are very isolated in in, you know you can't get from the rest of the city from them i mean even where i live in the beach like it's yeah you can take the streetcar you can take a bus but it's just that much removed that some people find that like a little bit further. Yeah. Etobicoke, the same thing. If you need to get into the city every day. I mean, things have changed now. But yeah. Yeah. Um, we like the Lakeshore area. Even when we were looking to move out of our previous apartment, we were looking in the Lakeshore area. But again, we would we think that we would have needed a car. Yeah. Especially with her going to North Toronto Collegiate. Definitely. So. Yeah. And I'm not even sure a lot of those schools, if you can get in, if you're not in district anyway. Yeah, right? definitely. That, that was another thing. Like, she wouldn't have been able to stay at that school, and then she didn't want to leave her friends and everything. Right, so, right, right. Yeah. Now, do you find that um, the rent here is more expensive than other communities that you've looked in or comparable or... I think it's about the same. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just because we have like a two-two. Mm-hmm. So two bedroom, two bath. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> two <laughs> bedroom, no parking. two bath. No parking. No, we have. Oh, you do have a parking yeah, space. Yeah, we okay. have parking. Our unit comes with parking. Our unit comes with a locker and okay. a cleaner that comes once once a month. Wow, that is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and how much do you pay? Twenty six hundred. And twenty six hundred inclusive. Yeah. Okay, and how? What's the score footage? Uh, seven hundred to seven ninety nine. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's not bad. Yeah. Right. Because a lot of I mean, you think about it. You couldn't be any more central. You know, you've got everything here. Yeah, literally. Literally, <laughs> and you've got. You know, I think, as we all know, real estate prices dictate are so much dictated by subway access mm-hmm. as opposed to just regular TTC, but subway for sure, which is like underneath the building, pretty much. Yeah. You know. Hopefully, we'll be able to access it from underneath the building soon. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, I think that's cl- it's going to be close. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Good. And so what about employment and stuff? Was that difficult finding good jobs that you... Uh, well, for me, I just know the area that I wanted to work in. I worked in real estate back in the Bahamas, so I just knew that... When I move here, like, this is where I want to be. So I worked for another team previously before yours. And so now I'm with your team and excited to just be a part of the Janelle Cameron team. Dimitri's getting a real estate license. <laughs> I am. So she will be really part of the team. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I'm just um, grateful and ecstatic to just be a part of your team. Awesome. Well, we're happy to have you. <laughs> um, you. And did you kind of, you know, was it hard? I mean... I don't know how many other places you applied to. Was um, it, was, is it challenging finding good work? or I kind of applied for all of the same things around administration. Yeah. 
I had maybe two other interviews before um, joining your team. So I think every all every every one of the jobs were entitled to basically the same thing. Right. Um, so to answer your question, no, it wasn't that hard yeah. to land. Yeah. yeah. Cause, uh, you, you know, you had some decent experience too. Yeah. 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 And um, in terms of, and what about your wife? Did she have a hard time finding something when she came? Well, she wasn't bent on finding a job right, right away just because she still has a real estate team back in the Bahamas. Right. So even now, like, well, she was working for a property management company, which she left just to focus on her team because they were requiring a lot more from her. Right. She's just doing it remotely. Yeah. yeah. So. Which is um, a great option. Yeah, she doesn't. Do she, eventually, she probably would decide to get into real estate here. But for now, she's just focused on right real estate in the Bahamas. Now hopefully, she'll join us too. Yes, <laughs> we're just <laughs> I hint to her already. The family empire. Yeah, <laughs> she was like, maybe I'll think about it. Okay, good, <laughs> excellent. So yeah, so I think um, you know, for those people that are immigrating here and mm-hmm. looking for opportunities any advice that you can think about giving them and you know with respect to like settling in or finding your research do the research we literally just took a leap of faith but had we researched a lot of the stuff before before moving here we probably would have had a smoother transition so definitely I would say do your research on moving here before moving now other than rent were there any other things that you wish you had have researched more um, weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you. That's always shocking, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I think the biggest thing was just finding a good place to live in a good area and a really good job. Yeah. 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 I, I don't know about this, but I would think there are a lot of, you know, different Facebook groups or sites out there that would sort of help guide people toward communities right. that are going to work for them because, you know, there's so much variation. Toronto's such a huge city. Yeah. The prices vary so much, you know, the look and feel of a neighborhood. And, you know, whether you're buying or selling, I often have people, it's funny, who are moving from, you know, wherever, BC or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, moving, and they've never really been to Toronto, but they want to buy a house here. And it's like, <laughs> Where do you want to go, right? It's like, well, I want to be close to schools and like, you know, stuff. It's like, well, that could mean anywhere. So, you know, hopefully, I don't know if the best thing to do even is just to get in touch with um, a realtor here maybe or someone who can kind of point you in the right direction or like guide you through. Yeah, like which A lot of the realtors are were very mean to me. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what's happening? Yeah. Well, because there's no money in it for them if yeah. you're a renter, they don't want to talk to you. It's <laughs> terrible. I, yeah, that's we're not all like that. They're like, "Oh, you're a newcomer? Oh, I I I'm sorry, I can't help you." Yeah. I'm like, "Okay." Yeah, right? So you just had to kind of do it on your own yeah I guess I mean I do get requests from I don't do a lot of rentals but um you know occasionally I will get a request from someone that'll say something like um 
oh, I hope I'm hoping you can help me. I just moved to Toronto. I'm from wherever, mm-hmm. and um, we have really bad credit. And you know, I don't have much money. You know, can you help me? I'm like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I would if I could, but I can't. Um, you know, because the bad credit. I mean, at the end of the day, in terms of of renting, uh, you know, you've got to have a lot of things sort of that are, you know, uh, lined up. Right. Uh, credit is probably the biggest one, right? It's everything here. Yeah. Like, we learned that very quickly. Yes. It's everything. It's very important. And for those of you who are who are having trouble finding a place or you're not sure what's going on, and this goes for buying and selling too, but your credit report, your credit score is so important. So if you're a renter and you're thinking about buying a home and the, it, you've been lucky enough to find a place to rent and you're thinking about buying in the next couple of years, you have to make sure your credit is good. And, you know, one of the things that means for people, they don't really necessarily know that, and you probably figured it out, is that if you're moving here, you got to start using credit here. Yeah. So not having any credit cards or having any responsibilities with credit is a disservice to you. Yeah. So you may think, well, I don't have any credit cards. I'm in great shape. But you actually (laughs) have to use your credit. So, you know, getting, you know, to the city, Getting a credit card, getting bank accounts, you know, th- making sure you're using credit, having things put in your name, having, you know, the Toronto Hydro put in your name, whatever yeah. the case it is where uh, some future mortgage lender, you know, has an opportunity to look at all of that and go, oh, okay, well, history. They're, right, they're actually using credit. Because I've seen great tenants who have potential tenants who've got, you know, maybe money in the bank and a good income, but they've never used a credit card, never had a card in their name, and they can't get anybody to either rent or sell to them, right? Does that affect them buying? Absolutely. Yeah, um, because the, uh, you know, mortgage lenders will look at your credit. At your and credit. if you don't have any credit, it's just as bad as having bad credit. And I <laughs> wow. think a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's important, I think, a good point for people to know. Also, when you're renting, you know, in addition to looking at your credit report, uh, the, we really prioritize income. Yeah. And so I need to know, you know, as a, as a landlord, potential landlord, you, you're going to be able to pay the rent, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, some people do get around that by asking the prospective tenant to cough up more money up front, you know, maybe <laughs> six months or a year up front. Yeah. And that's okay. But I think at the end of the day, as a landlord, I want to know that you're going to rent my place and stay there, right? Yeah. Um, you're not planning to leave, leave. In five, you know, when, when six months when you're, when the money's up. Yeah. So, which a lot is understandable. Of that is, yeah, it is mm-hmm. because it's you know it's expensive, and every time a tenant moves out, you have to do work, right? Yeah. You have to paint, you have to clean up, you know all that stuff, and so all of those things you have to take into consideration when you're thinking about renting a place, right? Mm-hmm. Get your credit in line, make sure you have a credit report. Equifax does that for people here, by the way. Yeah, you have to then um, you know make sure that you've got some sort of way to justify your income and if you don't have any income you know some landlords will ask for um financial records right bank accounts and they may ask for that anyway uh, especially if it's a higher end place yeah definitely yeah and some people find that uh a little bit intrusive but you know you got to do what you got to (laughs) do either you want it or you don't that's right (laughs) it's easier in some ways to buy yeah than it is to rent you know it's like it's you have to give pretty much your left arm like if you want to rent a place yeah you know um they ask for a lot and then you know you may end up in competition for rent too 
Definitely. Like, eh, we like these people better. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they have more money than you. Thankfully, so. we have like the best landlord. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. Yeah, because some, some landlords can be like, they're like entering your place. They're like doing different stuff that yeah. they're not supposed to do. So that's right. Luckily, yeah. we have like a really good landlord. And that's a, another good point you bring up is like, if you're newly here renting, you have to know your rights as a tenant. Yes. Um, you know, things like, um, can you, vi- can, you know, can the landlord just pop in on you, you know, without notice? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of rules that apply to tenants and landlords that should be followed. And on both ends, they're not always, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not always followed. So that's a really good point because I think people that want to come here for the first time and rent a place, they need to do their research on that too. Yeah. Make sure they understand what they're entitled to, what the rules are. Um, I'll give another tip and another example, and you already know this, but for those people who are thinking about renting is, um, you know, you have to sign for the most part a year's lease. And if you're on a year's lease, you can't get out of the lease because you don't feel like it. Yeah. You know, if you decide you want to move. You can't just move. You can't just move. You are obligated. You signed a lease. You signed a lease. You are obligated <laughs> for to one stay year. there. It's a contract, <laughs> exactly. By the same token, the landlord can't ask you to leave within that year, right? Mm. You are committed to each other for that year. Once the year's lease is up, you are not required to sign a lease again. You are. You can if you want to, but for most, 95% of the cases here, you go what we call month to month. And then there are lots of rules around that too, meaning you can't just walk out on the landlord. You have to give 60 days notice. notice. They would have to do the same for you, although that's, it's difficult to ask a tenant to leave. There's really no reason you can ask them to leave. Right. um, Unless you're trying to evict them. But so there, you know, just you want to think about that too, is that um, I do meet a lot of people who get into a situation where they feel like they're committed to signing lease after lease after lease and that's not the case yeah Yeah. so as a landlord after one year if you don't want that tenant that specific tenant can you ask them to leave no so you can only ask them to leave based on a couple of factors uh they're not paying the rent Mm -hmm. and then um you have to go to the landlord and tenant board um, or there's a number of other issues that could be happening in the unit that are against the law or against some other, you know, they're causing damage. Right. They're, they're causing trouble with other tenants in the, in the dwelling. You could, you could file, you know, um, you could file with the landlord and tenant board and ask them to be evicted based on that. But other than that, there is, um, there are a couple of things we can ask a tenant to uh, leave because we as the owner want to move in and that is okay. If you or one of your family members are intending to move in and you can prove that you're going to move in, you can ask the tenant, the tenant to leave, to leave uh, with 60 days notice. And But you better make sure you're telling the truth because they're on top of it. So if the the (laughs) landlord and tenant board finds out you've lied, you're in trouble. So you need to, and this is, it's difficult, right? If you have people in there who, um, let's say they don't uh, keep the place very well or they're, you know, they're not good tenants for whatever reason, it's really hard to get rid of them. And so a lot of landlords will try that. Um, 
but you have, you got to be moving in or have a family member moving in for sure. Right. The other thing we can do is uh, a lot of people call this um, uh, a renovation because the landlord is wants needs to renovate and it's substantial and you can ask the tenant to leave for that period of time that you're renovating right. and hope they don't come back. However, the law states that the tenant has the opportunity to go back at the same rate that they were paying, even though you've just done the renovation. So you have to be very careful with that one. Um, but a lot of tenants and landlords know that tenants will not come back because they have to find a place to live anyway. And they're not, they're not likely to come back, you know, after they've left for six months or something like that. Yeah. So I can't uh, imagine that they would. Uh, no, yeah. me, me too. So a lot of people do try to get around that. So the, in a nutshell, you know, here the tenants have a lot of rights and the landlords do not. <laughs> right. And so it's tough. And a lot of, uh, you know, you hear a lot of complaints from tenants mm-hmm. in the city who are always complaining about, you know, landlords trying to evict them and all this and that. But um, I will say from the landlord perspective, it's hard. It's hard to have bad tenants. And yeah. a lot of tenants are bad tenants. And, you know. Because, again, how, how do you tell yeah, you really don't. I, I remember when I first started selling real estate and there was a um, woman I work with and she ha- was renting out for her clients like a beautiful penthouse apartment um, condo downtown. And I can't remember what the price was, but it was really high end. And she ended up uh, getting the tenant for her clients who was uh, a lawyer everything great about this right. guy. And they moved in and uh, he didn't pay the rent. Wow. Just didn't pay. And so, you know, you, and you don't know. And she knew he was legitimately had this career where he was making a ton of money and whatever. But this is what he did. He just didn't pay. And so he went from place to place to place. And so even sometimes when you think you have the best tenants. You really don't. You really don't. Right. So, I mean, mostly most of them are pretty good. But yeah, um, there are people out there that milk the system. Definitely. You know, I've fallen victim to that. <laughs> I think most most people who ha- who are landlords, small time landlords like myself, mm-hmm. you know, who who don't necessarily do the due diligence they should do, um, you know, you, it's easy to be a victim of these scammers because that's what they yeah. do for a living, you know. So, um, but yeah, that's a that's a whole other story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good conversation to have, yeah, I think, definitely. because, you know, as we talk rent about... Rent scammers. Rent scammers, <laughs> exactly. As we talk about, you know, moving into the city and trying to find a place to live and what that's like and that whole experience for someone who's just done it, yeah. you know, that's, that's part of the process for sure. Yeah, and for people who's just coming, like, it's... Those type of people that make it hard for genuine people that just want somewhere to live. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess, you know, it's easy once you have a place and you build some credit, credit, then it's easy to find the next one. But it's kind of like having a job, right? Yeah. If you don't have a job, it's really hard to get your first job. Yeah, definitely. It's so much easier to get a job (laughs) once you've had a job. Yeah, that's what we did when when we got the first place. Like, we just used that place to, like, we got credit cards and just started, like, building our credit. Right. um, Just to get something on paper. Yeah, just to get something on paper and also be able to get the unit that we really wanted. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like a step program. It's like buying a house. Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Everybody wants the three bedroom detached with a double car garage, yes. but really you have to start out with a bachelor e- 
condo. <laughs> Definitely. Right? Yeah. And work your way up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same kind of premise for sure. Yeah. Excellent. Anything else you think we should? Um, on renting, I think that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anything else about your, your move? Uh, we're going to talk later, I think, at another date about sort of the process of becoming a Permanent, permanent resident, that'll, yeah. be, that'll be a great conversation. Watch out for that, everyone. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think you, you seem like you've settled in well and it's been Yeah, it's, easy. it's really just setting it, setting in now that I'm home. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, especially when your family's back, yeah. back home. Yeah. And you haven't been able to visit, which is... No, and they haven't been able to visit right. here either. Terrible time. I haven't seen my mom going on two years. Yeah, that's that's hard. Yeah. Yeah. You FaceTime a lot? Definitely. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Like, she doesn't let me... Right. She's on it. Yeah. <laughs> As all mothers would be. <laughs> she's definitely on it. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay, excellent. Well, that about wraps it up. So, thank you, everyone. Um, appreciate you listening, as always. And we would... Love it if you would subscribe, if you are not subscribed already. Um, And follow us on all of our social media, uh, which is the Janelle Cameron team, uh, Instagram. We have Facebook page and YouTube, of course. We do weekly videos on what's going on in the real estate world. So also we hope that I reach out with any questions. We love your feedback and always appreciate it. And uh, other than that, we'll see you next week and happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.